This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Travelmation. That's right. Go to Travelmation.net slash WDW today. That's Travelmation.net slash WDW today to be connected with one of our preferred and connected travel, I'm going to say travel associates, travel assistants. They'll make the magic come to life. They're going to get you everything you need. We'll talk about them a little bit more a little bit later. And now on with the show. It's Friday. That's right, Friday. It's, it's a little not bit different. It's not. We were a little delayed. It's Friday, September 27th, 2019, and this is episode 17, right? No. We forgot this already. 1673 of WDW Today. It's just me and Terry today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. And it's just us in a, in a smaller podcast studio than normal, you know, kicking it old school and talking all things Walt Disney World. Our uh, rest of our crew is busy on another shoot right now, another uh production going right now in the studio so uh, hey we're gonna be here we're still gonna be we're talking rolling about- with it we decided hey we wanted to make sure we still got a show out this week and uh didn't want everybody to miss it so here we are we're here we're we're, we're still doing doing our thing lots of uh lots of interesting things going on in the uh walt disney universe yeah I've been kind of trying to follow along what's happening. A lot of people are talking about uh, what's going on. Obviously, the Skyliners have kind of unofficially opened. Yep, they're they are. Uh, what's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're uh, soft, soft, opened. soft opening, soft opening, and I think they're opening up in a couple, like in a week or so. But they're really open. It looks like they're pretty much open. People are riding them. A lot of my friends have ridden them. We have not, obviously, yet. And it's coming out to pretty overwhelmingly positive reviews. People seem very excited to do it. It is certainly being treated more like an attraction than I kind of anticipated with you know, opening day merch and Funko Pops. There's a lot of merch. There's like merch and Christmas ornaments and what we talked about last week. There's a custom magic band just for them, which is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pushing this. And my wife kind of said this last week. She's like, no, this is an attraction. This is not... She said the monorail's an attraction. I kind of like, well, I think of the monorail as just a mode of transportation. But she's like, no, no, I, I consider that an attraction. And clearly Disney does as well because uh, they've released, like I said, you can get a Funko Pop of Mickey getting off the yep. the Skyliner. And reviews from our friends like Big Fat Panda from John, uh, he loved it. He said it was fantastic. He was nervous. You should go watch his videos. Well, you should go watch his videos in general. We love John. And uh, he has fantastic, my, my favorite Walt Disney World videos. And he rode the Skyliner without any issue. I watched his full. He was kind clearly of, nervous when he yeah. first got on, like, oh, gosh. And it seemed pretty roomy. It seemed like there was a good breeze going. He said it kind of felt like, you know, you're you're driving with the top down. You know, kind of like you're in one of those. And it looks like it's moving at a good clip. Now, in, you know, converse to that, we had some people in our Facebook group who said they rode it as well and had some different experiences. Some said it made it was a little too... Uh, they made him a little nauseous. That had some interesting moving. A lot more. A lot more. Seems to be that's the common thread. It's 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 swaying and swinging a lot more than I think people. I think it's when they come in and out of the station. You know, yeah. I've seen, I think John on a Pandas, he's like, oh, coming in hot. You know, like they they definitely come in and out of the station. Um, some of the lines are at more of an incline. Some of the lines you basically just come out of the station and you go straight across like a body of water. I've seen two or three people that I know that have gotten stuck for greater than ten periods of ten minutes. Yeah, um, over water. Uh, I've seen a lot of yeah, ten to twelve, ten to fifteen minutes seems to be a common stoppage, which I assume they're, they're that's going to be normal. It's like riding the haunted mansion; it yeah. does have to pause for get people with special need special assistance on and off. <clears throat> uh, so I don't think that's going to be uncommon. Again, we haven't done it yet, but the reviews I'd say are positively mixed. 
for the most part, it's overwhelmingly positive with just some, if you have motion sickness issues, if it stops, it does get a little warm, but not maybe as uh, as doomsday-ish as some people like you predicted. Well, I mean, I don't think we're really going to know until someone gets stuck and it's 100 degrees and how long it takes them. Yeah. I, I will say that- Which hopefully never thing, happens. Yeah, it may never happen. The one thing I've thought of, um, maybe this is just because I'm getting older, um, a word that I've traveled a lot with my wife, that uh, you definitely want to make a bathroom stop before you get on that sucker. Especially if you have children, that you want to uh, definitely visit those restrooms, like if you're an international gateway, you know, because if it's a normally a 12-minute ride and you throw you know, another you know, 10 minutes of getting stuck- and you've been waiting in line for fifteen minutes. That, yeah, that that could be a problem for for some have, kids. Have anyone said anything about weights? Have there? Because there really haven't been much weights because it's just really been cast member preview. I don't think we have any idea what the weights soft are. Soft opening and hopefully not long. I mean, it looks like they're going through people quick. People are riding privately or with small groups of people. You're not seeing a big mix. But again, it hasn't formally opened yet. Uh, we're just seeing soft opening and cast member preview. And I think what you're going to see is like you're not going to be able to know what these are going to do for in the next eight to twelve months. Yeah. You know, you're not going to know what the capacity of these. I think once you ride, well, at it, least until check- Christmas. Christmas will be like the first big tell of oh yeah of what our lines going to look like. Is this going to be a preferred method of transportation, or is this like my wife said, an attraction? That you're worth, it's worth waiting for. Is this better than walking? Is it better than a boat? Is it better than, uh, you know, just taking a bus? Is it one of those, or is it kind of like people, like you said, treat the monorail? Which my kids are just as excited to ride the monorail as they are, you know, a lot of attractions within the gates. Yeah, I was supposed to go down uh, this weekend, and uh, that event actually got moved to another city, so in another time, and so um, I actually did just book a, a DVC trip. I got on and there was some availability, so we're going down at the end of October, oh. and I'll be able to check it out because I definitely want to check that out. Too. I want to check that out. Going there, and I'm going to Vero Beach. Oh, that's I've right. never done Vero Beach. We wanted to do it for people that don't know. Vero Beach is a DV. It's, it's like a DVC. It's kind of what DVC was supposed to be originally. I think everyone kind of thought that there was going to be Disney resorts around the world. You know, and right now there's three of them. There's Olani, uh, Hilton Head, and. Um, Vero Beach, you know, about an hour. Yeah, not far. Yeah, I mean, really commutable in many ways. And so we wanted to go down there. I looked at availability. We're going to be down there right before Halloween Um, and uh, and Vero Beach that weekend. It should be fun. We've been needing a getaway, so uh, I'm excited to check that out. I'm excited, really, really excited. I got a um, fast pass for the reserve seating area for Epcot forever. So I'm, I'm really excited about that show. In fact, I'm way more excited about that show than the one that's going to replace it eventually. Yeah, so. I'm not. I mean, I got nothing against the new, the the one that's going to be coming next year. But from what I've seen, I love. And some people will be like, "Why would they adjust it?" Because they're making a they're making a fireworks show. But they've recorded brand new versions of classic Epcot songs. I love it. I watched the video promo. It was like, all right, this is made for the hardcore fans. You have to have been going to Walt Disney World and going to Epcot really since its inception to fully get it. So if you say that Disney doesn't necessarily create the most fan service things, uh, this is an exception to the rule because this is nothing but really 80s and 90s Epcot fan service. And whether it's Magical Journeys or whether it's, I'm sure you'll hear songs from Journey to the Imagination, you're going to hear classic Epcot, maybe, uh, what was the thing with the, the parade, with the parade with all the flags? Oh, yeah. the what was, uh, what was it called? Tapestry of... Tapestry of the... Of tapestry. The... Someone's on there yelling at me. Tapestry of magic? Tapestry of... 
Okay, just tell me, guys. You're in the Facebook live feed. I know you know it. Tapestry, Epcot, Tapestry and Nations. That's it. Yes. Tapestry and Nations. We're going to hear a little bit of that, I bet, thrown in there. It's going to be cool. And much like um, the current Happily Ever After fireworks show, yep. it's uh, not necessarily the studio-recorded version. One of my favorite things in that show is the sort of acoustic version of Love is an Open Door from Frozen that's just in there. And I was like, I wish this was the, a full version. I've tried to look. and I'm like, no, no, this was just composed that this 15 seconds or so was composed for that fireworks show because I love that version. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Speaking so that of starts, Love is an Open Door. That starts next week, though, right? The, we've, the we've, new show? We've, we've got the uh, final trailer. For, for Frozen uh, for 2? For Frozen 2. Yeah. yeah. I thought it looked pretty good. How are the kids feeling? How are the girls feeling? I think they like the other trailer better. Yeah. I think they like the, the epic scale of sort of the last one that felt big and kind of like this kind of crazy story, and they loved the action sequences. Uh, this was more of a calm down, everyone. Easy. Yeah, this one felt a little less intense and ended with a comedy beat and was the Olaf moments I loved. Yeah, that was I, their I was favorites. Concerned. They were they were talking about the Olaf the Olaf screaming at the end of the trailer was what they wanted to watch over and over again. Yeah, that's good news. Any any chitter chatter over there on the uh, on, on the Facebook Live? There's some people here talking. One person asked me uh, talking about. I did. I have to say, if if anyone wants to sell books, I clearly sold a lot of copies of Black Spire, the Star Wars novel. Clearly, I had so many messages of people being like, "I bought it because of you." I went and bought it. I picked it up at like I was at Barnes and Noble yesterday, front of the store. Like yeah. the major titles that they have up right now are the Bob Iger biography. Yep. Every political book you could think of, and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire. So it's kind of cool to see Galaxy's Edge merchandise. It's like the Haunted Mansion mer- merchandise yeah. at Target. I'm like, this is kind of cool. It's cool to see the parks leaving the stuff parks. in there. Yeah. yeah. And they obviously, the Star Wars book will appeal to not just fans of Disney parks, but it says Galaxy's Edge real big on it. And, and um, they have an exclusive version at Barnes & Noble, by the way, uh, that comes with a special poster, a fold-out poster. I didn't buy it because I already bought the audiobook. I And I am four hours or three hours from being done. Wow. So I've listened to 10-ish hours, 8-ish hours. Maybe and, I should have you talk about making elephants fly. Yeah, I had to like... By Terry Weaver, yeah, which I, you can get at terryweaver.com. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's similar intensity. Yes. And... <laughs> I will say the book gets a little bit more adult towards the end. Oh. Uh, there's definitely some kind of more disturbing imagery and violence that's in it. So fair warning, I've kind of had to pick and choose when I'm listening to it with my kids. Though they love listening to it. Love it. We've been listening to it almost every day. But someone asked if they thought it'd be right to read it before or after. That's really hard for me to say. I think that up, it's up to you. Uh, I don't think it's going to spoil anything you're going to see. No. Uh and to me, it just makes me excited to see it enhanced more. One of our listeners, um, a good friend of the show, he went and he kind of tried to talk to Vi, who is sort of the lead character you see. He tried to talk to her. And she was And she kind of had a good answer to get herself out of the situation. So these are, you know, and I understand it's a 13 hour audiobook, it's a 400 page book. Uh, this is not something that every cast member can know the ins and outs of. No, but, but Vi, ought to, can, Vi ought to know some of these. But they can give her like a 40 page uh, synopsis to read it, you know. At night, I feel like of this story, or even like ten pages, and if somebody asks and reference the book, a special sticker or a something, you know, yeah, something, something that, kind of- that has that connects you to it. Because I do think that with it being now for sale in stores like Barnes and Noble, this is not a like afterthought. This is the major product that ties into Galaxy's Edge. So I would say it's up to you whether you want to read it before or after. I'm telling you that I have a very similar experience. I feel like I did with Harry Potter, which is I went to. Uh, Hogwarts or uh, the original Harry Potter land. And I was familiar. I'd seen the movies casually. I was a casual fan. 
Then I went to the parks and I sort of fell in love with it. I was like, I get it now. It made total sense to me. I get why people love it. I'm now feeling that I love Galaxy's Edge from the moment we walked into Disneyland. But after reading this book, I'm getting those emotions, which is like, I am so invested in these characters, whether it's Savi, whether it's Oga, whether it's Vi, these characters that had no real meaning to me going into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you know, even like Black Spire Outpost, just that they, because they call it BSO in the book. Nice. Uh, there's like, you know, these, these like little slang things. I'm like, oh, I feel like it feels more real. Uh, I'm excited about that. So I, I can't tell you one way or another whether to, to, that's up to you. That kind of depends on your habits. Do you want to just explore and then hear a backstory? Or do you want to go in, you know, knowing everything? So Because I haven't done it, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah, the one thing I, I hope that, I guess it's a little weird, that I've heard just some some strange feedback from people about Galaxy's Edge and people who have been like, man, I don't know. It's just not what, it's not X or it's not Y. Right. This didn't happen. And obviously, I can't imagine the daunting task of creating a land for Star Wars fans. Yeah, and one that I think that was probably under the direction of you can't just replicate the movies. Right. I mean, I think that was not something that was on the table because why wouldn't they? Right. This is clearly a a new idea and a new concept. It's bold, it's daring, it's interesting. Uh, I believe that, yes, have we seen there have been issues? I think it's, it would be foolish for us to say this thing has been a slam dunk that you know everyone is excited about. That's just, I've heard very few people who've went and not liked it, but I, it does seem like with attendance and all the issues that it's not a, uh, you know, it, it's not the biggest moment that they're really expecting. And Disney's going to put a lot of time into it. We've seen a lot of now changes in leadership the last week at Disney. Oh, man. We've seen a lot of, now they've announced a whole slew of Galaxy's Edge specials that are going to be running on TV. Which, everyone's like, Disney's freaking out. These things were planned. Yes, but I do Many think that there are they're ramping them up. They are they they see that it isn't this because uh, you know Bob Iger I think originally in, on Stockholm call was promotion. yeah he was just like yeah all I, he goes all I got to do is tweet it out and and everyone's going to show up. I think they they are seeing that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. I do think people are waiting also for Rise of the Resistance. Right uh, now we've talked a lot about Galaxy's Edge. Anything else going on? You just did something pretty cool. Yeah, this just weekend. got back from the uh, city of Indianapolis, Indiana. Was up there with um, a crazy group of volunteers. I kind of had no idea what I was getting into, other than these people get together and they raise money for an organization called Give Kids the World. Yes. And if you don't know what Give Kids the World is, you should. They're an amazing organization started by a man um, that I believe was in the hotel industry and got kind of frustrated with the fact that uh, he was a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he went on from being a Holocaust survivor yeah, to running a slew of different hotels and resorts. And uh, yeah, like you said, kind of worked with different charities and saw some of, of the hurdles. And was frustrated that there were some there were more kids wanting a wish granted than than they were able to grant. So he wanted to be a part of the solution. So you know, I showed up uh, with uh, with a buddy McNair Wilson, and we fl- we met there. Uh, we spent a day riding together, and we we drove up to the four uh, H Hamilton County Fairgrounds. Yeah, they can. Oh man! Like and the photos had that vibe. It definitely had like busy. A, man, there was probably fifteen hundred people that, that came out wow, to the day. That's intense. I mean, it was in a, it was in the the day the the photo the the group photo of the all the people was just the small people who came to the small group of folks. About a hundred people came to the morning kind of speaker session that yeah. we did, and then we did some breakout sessions. I had to fill in for uh, Jim Hill. Uh, his wife was he no showed. Uh, he no showed. So they asked me to play the role of Jim Hill. Nice. 
So um, I did not talk Disney history because Jim knows every bit of that, and I don't, um, at least not at the level that he does. And um, had a great time. Uh, Jeff Barnes, who's also known as uh, Dr. Disneyland, uh, he teaches a class there at uh, one of the universities in SoCal about Disneyland and the Disneyland history. Got to hang out with him some. And uh, Lee Cockrell, who's spoken at the thing. Uh, was there and uh, lots of other great the uh, be our guest podcast guys were there. Lou, Lou Mangello himself was there live in person. So the heavy hitters, the heavy hitters. Just, uh, just I was sitting here at home uninvited. The uh, the dub dub review with it had a booth next to those guys. They were fun, and it was it was super cool. We raised fifty five thousand dollars. That's great for Give Kids the World, which I think broke their previous record by about thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and Give and, Kids the World is like a full resort essentially for kids with critical illnesses and uh, families that come in. Essentially, a similar setup to Make a Wish, but instead of just they send them to Disney World, they have. Everything they could possibly need from the medical side all the way to, you know, 24 hour ice cream parlors and yep. Halloween and Christmas every week. And it's a blast. If you haven't been able to, I mean, it really is. It sounds like you, it would be sad. It is very obviously, um, it's very emotional, it's but very it's emotional, also but very... it's also very fun and uplifting. And you see these families having a blast. If you haven't volunteered, you can volunteer. It's right off 192. Uh, and you should go go check it out. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, I got to meet their director of development, and we're working on a few things for the thing 2020. So uh, with Give Kids the World, so super excited about that. Got to meet. Uh, trying to think of uh, got to meet Michael and uh, the one and only Ron Havens and uh, Michelle and uh, uh, B and a, several lots of our listeners um, from the uh, from the Midwest. People came from all over, and uh, it was super fun. It was it was good to be able to. Uh, Bring attention to give kids the world and raise a lot of money, and I'm sure that's going to be. It's I guess fun to do a Disney event not on property, you know, to to go somewhere completely different than being at Disney World. So my favorite thing, besides the fact of unlimited free Dole Whips, um, which I only had one, yeah. um, was they had the 501st, and then a bunch of princess characters. So my goal throughout the day, and if you want to check out my social media, there are plenty of photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was was. I'm going to get photos that I will never get in a Disney park. So, you know, you know, where else are you going to get like a Death Trooper and Belle? Yeah, I or, saw that. So you're getting all these like couples. Like it looked yeah. like they were like odd couples that were there. Yeah. What's the red what's the red stormtrooper? What are the, what is the official That's uh what's it's new. It's a new character. Well, Cardinal is the red stormtrooper that's from Galaxy's Edge that makes his way yeah. who who turns good, but the new one, what are they called? Uh, Sith troopers that are in the new movie. Yeah, I definitely had to, I had to, to get Ariel with the the red trooper. Yeah, they're uh, pretty cool. I like that design. It, it was super fun. We had a I had we had a great time. It was a long. It was like a fourteen hour day, um, and then you know some some gatherings before and after. We had a lot of fun, and it was fun to um, just to see that you know Disney fandom. You know the Disney fan community can can be interesting, and they complain about a lot of things, but it was. It was cool to see them come together to do some good. Yeah. And um and outside, right? Like it was Right. It was you of, had to go somewhere else to do it. In the four H fairgrounds in Hamilton. So uh so we get there and we check into our hotel for the night and I'm just like, Am I in Nashville? There's the most random group of folk in here and, and come to find out the uh, was it the Outlaw Tour with uh, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss and Willie Nelson was in town. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so uh-huh. I, I kind of wanted to go to the Willie Come Nelson. From the land that of the night. ice and snow. But we went to a seafood restaurant because when you go to Indianapolis, Indiana, that's what they're you known want, for. You want to go to a seafood, seafood restaurant. Yeah, just different kinds of. 
international cuisine yes. is what you is what you want from uh, from Indianapolis. And that was kind of the one thing I, I will say that I, I kind of did, did not enjoy about Indianapolis is you know, and I think we've gotten spoiled here. And go in the winter because then you'll really understand why you don't enjoy <laughs> Indianapolis. Uh, is for one, you can't get there from anywhere. I think you've experienced that before. But when you get there, like. You know, I'm a Yelp guy. I'm a I'm a diners drive in and dive. I get on there and look, and it's like, nope, there's nothing here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I like, don't know. Want, I haven't spent much time there. You want to eat Perkins? You know, like, yes, I do. Which which is one of the main sponsors of. Uh, I've got against the world, and they uh, there's a yeah, there's Perkins, there's a yeah, Boston just, Market. Uh, strangely, I found a great sushi place, but other than that. Uh, That's cool. I haven't spent much time there at all. Well, should we talk about? You know, by the time we do our next show, illuminations will be. Oh man, illuminations will be gone. Jim Cummings' voice will be permanently retired from. Oh, from. Man. And uh, so, you got any? Uh, you know, before we wrap up, should we? Uh, you got any illuminations, thoughts, memories, specific? Because I have to say, I kind of am late to the illuminations game. I know I saw it as a kid. Because what? It's been running for twenty, right? At twenty years. Is that when did right? it start? Let's find the exact because it's had a couple iterations. Illuminations, reflections of Earth, and he only saw it like a few years ago. Uh, what was know. the start date to Illuminations? I'm pulling it up. Reflections of Earth, and now there's Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Resort. Yes, so that's maybe a, it. Looks a, a lot like a Hollywood 1999. Express. It opened September 22nd, 1999. So we're right at the 20th anniversary. Plus. We are at the closing date. So it opened four days ago, 20 years ago, and it will be closing. Uh, that was the soft opening date. opened October 1st officially, and it's closing September 30th. So right at 20 years, uh, almost to the day uh, that this thing ran. A good run for a nighttime spectacular. Yeah. For a park that's only been around, uh, what is it, right at 30? It's a little over 30 years for the majority of its life to have had this one show is pretty darn good. And again, I feel like I was late to the game. We were a, I remember watching it as a kid and it being there, but we weren't big firework people. Like when I grew up going to Walt Disney World. Well, when it kind of started, it was. Magic Kingdom is where we'd go, I feel like, to watch the fireworks and we wouldn't really dive in that much. And I really didn't have, like the fireworks are kind of a recent addition. Okay. Like, you know, I mean, the, I don't It was don't, just the fire. There's and, always been fireworks, but like the pyro the last few years, it feels like they've added more and more. You know, for me, my, my yeah, memories my are memory, just of like a my memories kids just a fire and then everything it's lit just up like a giant flaming ball of earth and then yes. the, and then the flames around the pavilion, right? That's like, what I, I always mean. The flames those. and the lights around the pavilions are really what stick out to me when I think of what illuminations was, yep. especially when I was a kid. And I remember the the Walter Walter Cronkite uh, Christmas tag. I mm-hmm. do remember seeing that as a kid and or as a I guess a teenager. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, as a kid, it was a while back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it was a it was a it was a fun show. It's been good, you know. I mean, I think I'm all for nostalgia. I'm all for like, I, there's some things I don't want to change, but like a nighttime spectacular. I'm not emotionally attached to this. I'm not emotionally attached no. to it. Um, you know, if anything, I think it should change more often. Yeah, I think 20 years might be a little. Yeah, like to me, like every five years would be fine. Every three years, like every, if you've got to assume what's people's normal for the the frequent visitor, not necessarily the people like us. Oh. Well, every five years, maybe. If you've seen it two or three times on two or three trips, that's probably it's time. And yeah. maybe even that is can, at this point with technology evolving, like maybe we don't. Maybe it could be a shorter term. And yeah. I'm cool. Like I said, I'm not. I loved wishes, 
But it's not like I watch Happily Ever After and I'm like, oh, this is disappointing. I'm like, no, this is great, too. No, I, I definitely was nostal- I, I was way more nostalgic over Wishes ending. I think so, too. Because I think that was sort of was in the era that I really started going a lot. Yeah. And it became the how I closed our day. And- yeah, and they just, with Leslie and I, that was always just kind of like just sitting there and having those moments in front of the castle. Yeah. It's sweeter. Know. Yeah. It's, it's Wishes was a sweeter show. Yeah. Illuminations is maybe a more powerful show. But when, you know, a good portion of it is just staring at a screen on an earth in the middle like of the water. Like a bad LED screen. Yeah. Like, that catches on fire. I know we're going to get a lot of hate for that, but like, I mean, let, let's break it down and go, okay. Let's, the score, the music for Illuminations. Yeah. Was fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, I think the show is fantastic. It's great. I'm just excited to see something new yeah. and see something fresh. I like uh, updating it and I'd like to see, see something up. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I think I, you know, the one thing I'd love to see, we're talking about nighttime. I'd love to see, you know, a a nighttime parade back in the Magic Kingdom. Um, I've been watching just kind of chatter over the past few weeks, and Magic Kingdom, just when people leave, just seems like such a a mess. A mess. It's a mess, man. Because everyone wants to stay and see the fireworks. But it's, it's but when the fireworks are over, uh, our friend uh, David Dollar. Um, did the parkology challenge? Mm-hmm. You know what that is. No. You, you got to try to ride every attraction there is after the park is up. You after you fireworks? Went, no, no. Like you oh. all day long. <laughs> I was like, that's impossible. No, I did see he was doing that. So it yeah, was yeah. like fifty-two attractions. Yeah. So far has not been has, has not been able to pull it off quite yet. He right? got one short. He got one short. He oh. missed stinking uh, uh, flight of passage. Right, flight of passage. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so, the, so the rule is don't go try it without a flight of passage fast pass. Let's just wait a, until you have that day. You got to have a flight of passage. And even with the six o'clock, uh, the 6 a.m., I'm excited to actually go and do that, even though I'm not a morning person. To do the whole day, try to do everything? No, no, no. I'm going to do this, but the 6 a.m. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So I'm, I think you know. it's completely unnecessary, but I think that it's. Uh, but why not? But why not? I, it looks cool. Yeah, I think people seem excited. There's like a, a cool energy to the being there when no one else is there in the darkness. Um, y'all have fun. I've, I'm good. I'm good. But also, you know, with Leslie and Heat, you know, to to be there when True. it's cooler in the morning. And True. That's like we're going to uh, Not So Scary for the first time in a long time. And I think my parents are uh, Amanda's family. Someone in our families are, are going that are more uh, heat sensitive. Not even more heat sensitive. They were just like, yeah, we'll go at night. And I was like, okay, that's a great little thing that we could do at night that's special. Uh, because they're not really wanting to go all day in the heat in the parks. Because even in the middle of October, even towards the end of October, it could be great. Yeah, it could be the best thing ever. But it or could, it could be, be 100 degrees. Like, it there's could just be the surface no, of the sun we just right, don't know. There's no way to really know. Uh, and it could be, you know, bad weather. It could be good weather. This is that time of, of year when it can be, you know, it can be rough. But we're going to we're gonna head down sometimes towards, toward the end of October, I think, to try to check out some of the Halloween stuff uh, at Disney. Because, again, you all know my experience at uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party from number years. We did that in August or early September, or maybe it was first days of October. It was still very hot. So I'm hoping that now the kids are a little older, they can stay up a little later. That it's girls be better. weren't even girls weren't weren't even even thought of at that point. Were they when when, I don't when, think so. when Riker was a rocketeer? Were they like weren't they like babies? Were they baby? Were they? Yeah, I, I guess they maybe babies. we just didn't take them. You just left them at I think at the. We left them at the hotel. Left them in the house. No, I think my parents were in town, uh, so they they stayed with them. But this time, we're all going to go. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I know. I, did I know see the tickets, definitely tickets were not that uh, discounted for annual pass holders <laughs> this year. Oh, God. I was expecting a bit more of a bump. Uh, actually, the day we're going, I don't think it's discounted at all. So that's so, fun. What is discounted is you know all of these like presidential changes at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. 
you know, there's some blame the Galaxy's Edges had a part of it. I think, mm-hmm. I think the hype of Galaxy's Edge is what's caused it. We've all mentally prepared for for flight Avatar yeah. lines, and I've said that that just means they've also succeeded in the fact that they've they have arrived. They actually can meet the capacity meet the of capacity. the guest. I I hope um, Rise of the Resistance can do that. I hope Rise of the Resistance isn't a five hour wait. Isn't a five hour yeah. wait because at this point, there's no reason to believe it will be. So if they're able to do that with this, I don't see why they couldn't. Um, so we'll just say, yeah. So they, the, but it's a lot are, harder to replicate that one. It's not like there's going to be fifty pods going at right. one time. But it's constantly moving. So there are lots of. Um, they just released their military discounts today. Um, AP rooms are at least thirty percent off. Um, That's good. And uh, Disney Cruise Line also. I saw that twenty twenty one. The twenty twenty one. So the next this time next year. We'll, we will um, – no. Maybe the next announcement. 2021. It's coming out of New Orleans, right? Yeah, tw- but later in the year for 2021. So the next batch of Cruise Line announcements should have the new Disney – is it The Wish? Oh, you, you, why, yeah, you're like the Mr. Castaway Platinum. I don't know. Yeah, it's The Wish. Yeah, the, 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 the next boat. So hopefully we'll be getting – um, I was actually kind of bummed with this lineup because we like the Southern Caribbean islands, mm-hmm. and none of those were included in this round. And that's normally when they go to Puerto Rico. And New Orleans seems like a fun place to leave from. Not necessarily where I want to take my kids right before we go to Walt Disney World <laughs> or go to on a Disney cruise. Come on, kids, let's go see the uh, let's go see Bourbon Street. Let's go see Bourbon Street. Close your know. eyes and keep your wallet in the front of your pants. Yeah, Pat O'Brien's uh, everybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, my kids do love the Princess and the Frog, so. I'm they, more of a New Orleans square man when it comes yeah, to New Orleans. I love New Orleans. Like I have a, a weird love. I also love places that like can get me in trouble. Like I yeah. like there, like Memphis. I like areas that have this kind of a little seedier. I yeah. love the vibe, but you're not a big exactly. fan of. Uh, and I'll say this kindly: you're a big fan of like redneck Riviera kind of vacation destinations. I don't feel like New Orleans. I mean, I guess New Orleans is yeah. yeah. There's a really beautiful art, though, in music in New Orleans, and yeah. food is sure. phenomenal. So, yeah, you could put up with a little bit of the crazy. I just like a little crazy. Like, just I want, a, you just want a little... I need, it, I need the chance that something's going to go wrong. Yeah, you need like, just a I little PCB need, in your life. And maybe it's because of so many years going to Walt Disney World that I just need, uh, when I, we're not vacationing there, I just need that sense of, like, of, uh, you know, I, I have, like, pretty low fear when it comes to putting myself in interesting situations, you've heard my stories and adventures that we go on. Yep. <laughs> and that's why I take Will with me because he keeps me from probably, you know, <laughs> doing, <yourself>. doing, <laughs> so, doing something really not fun. Uh, but I, uh, but when it comes to those places and those locations, I do really, I do really enjoy them. But uh, I've never thought about taking a cruise out of New Orleans. I'd love New Orleans to be a stop on the cruise, like Key West is. Oh, yeah. But fun. I don't know how that would work <laughs> geographically. That's kind of a haul uh, to go over to Louisiana. Uh, but because I'd love to spend a day in New Orleans. Like a day in New Orleans. A day in New awesome. Orleans sounds like the best idea it ever. It is. I love you it. You go have some beignets for breakfast. You go have some gumbo or some po' boys for lunch and then. You know, head back out. Yeah, go the- look at the at that beautiful architecture. Go look at listen to some of the best music and have like some of the best food. Oh, if you're talking about you like live music city, I do. Is. And if you like c- seafood, seafood in, in Indianapolis, I don't think really can compare. Ooh, nope, nope, uh, was not. I like I like those things too. They have like like you know oysters and that kind of stuff. That's in New Orleans and Memphis. You have like the best barbecue in the world. I like those kind of places that have like sort of. And what's cool with those is they also there's real there's the tourist places and there's the real places, but they kind of intermingle. Yeah, like you're not just getting like I think there's a lot of stuff here in Nashville like it's become a bit more of a tourist town. Same with Orlando, where there are stuff that just tourists like. Yep. New Orleans and I feel like Memphis have these sort of 
they kind of straddle the line of like, oh yeah, it's for it's mostly tourist, but it's also really good. So that's that's kind of like well, yeah, it's fun when people when our, when our listeners come to Nashville and they start telling us all the places they want to go, and I'm like, I've been any of those. <laughs> You're like. Kid Rock has a bar here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he does. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I've seen the sign, but I've just never, I've never been. I've never had a like a well, reason. To a lot go. of that's new. A lot of that's recent. Is the uh, you know the idea of having these like themed bars based on like licensed bands, kind of like Margaritaville's of country music, but a bunch unreplicated. I mean, I feel like they came out of nowhere too. So it was a brilliant idea. It was a brilliant idea. And I spent uh, an evening last week at Redneck Riviera, which you mentioned, which is a a, a bar and restaurant ish club owned by John Rich and I spent the night there I spent the night there I did not sleep there <laughs> but I went and hung out there for an evening with some friends and we had a blast so I'm sure you know it's it's a fun time and I kind of feel you know similar with New Orleans at but I don't know if I want to take a Disney cruise like to think about I'm going to load up my family I, I guess they assume there'll be enough people that can drive from places well, like Alabama and on the other side uh, from Arkansas or wherever I don't know what's on Mississippi there's enough places you can get to New Orleans fairly inexpensively uh, like you could take the train from Birmingham to New Orleans. Well, so, that's kind of what they're doing, and they're trying to like get it out, get the boats out of different places at that time of the year. And most of these sailings happen in the spring, um, early spring, late winter, beginning of the year. And so, I think it's cool. What bo- boats are coming out of New Orleans? Do we know? It would be the Wonder normally would sail, which is what? Double that's tip. one of the older ones. That's one of the classic ships. Yeah, classic. I like that. It's one yeah, of they, the classic ships. They call it the classic ships, which well, is a yeah, nice way. I'm saying the old ships, but I mean they've been redone though. And the Wonder is in Victoria right now in dry dock. It, it is down for two weeks, um, and getting you know a complete you know refit, and then the Magic normally goes to Miami for that, that same time of the year, and so. Trying to see. Yeah, and if you're if you're going on a Disney cruise, I would say before the don't be afraid of the classic ships. You know, you the don't wonder. have it is the wonder. Yeah, it's the wonder. You, you don't have the Which you know, has the, Tiana's place. So you yeah. can have a whole yeah. New Orleans experience. And I really we really enjoyed that restaurant. It was a lot of fun. And you know, I started to tell this last week about, you know, kind of going to um Jaco and having like live entertainment. I think you're gonna move more towards Disney fully embracing live entertainment beyond just character meet and greets. I think you're going to see more and more and more of that in in Disney restaurants and in Disney experiences. Um, and frankly, they're going to have to to justify some of the prices they're charging on it. And so, so yeah, I'm, 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 it'll be interesting to see. It's a bit of a light day when it comes to what's going on, but there's a lot coming around the corner. I feel like in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have... A lot to talk about. And I'm trying to like go through and see what their new Disney news really is. But it seems like really people are talking Illuminations. Yep. People are talking about spirit jerseys. <laughs> Man, you know what? It feels like they had like two spirit jerseys 18 months ago. And now it's yeah. like all of the all of well, the seven dwarfs have a spirit jersey. Well, according to my wife, they're the most comfortable shirt ever made in the history of I shirts ever made. I thought they were made. just like a long sleeve shirt, but they're no. like an actual thing. They're like a, they're like a, a sweatshirt. Yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're you can buy them in other like not just Disney, uh, but yeah, I didn't know that much about them. But even when I, we made our last trip down there, I was like, I got to get her the Halloween one, and she was very excited. Yeah. Uh, not only are they, I guess they are legit from what I hear. And y'all can probably attest to this who are watching online, the, the most comfortable shirt on earth. But they are like $75. They aren't that expensive. $75? They're $65 or $75. No, I don't think so. How much so. is a spirit jersey? Walt Disney World spirit jersey of Aloha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they are about, let's see here. Give me a second. $65 or $75. They are $65. Oh, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. For a long sleeve. I was of- wrong. Yeah. 
Okay, some are about forty bucks. You can get them on sale when, you, when they go on sale. Well, now that there's one for every, and I get my discount, my annual pass yeah. discount. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're about sixty-five bucks. So moving on, moving on for a long wrong. sleeve shirt. They are a little on the. Uh... They're a little. They're yeah. I think I have like eight thousand dollars in spirit jerseys at yeah. my house right now. And you don't have any of them. You're hey, you know what? I don't think they're made for me. I'm yeah, not a sleeve not, man. They're, they're not. They're not for me either. But you know what? For our wives to put up with us. If they want a $65 I've spent $65 on way less practical things today. So You've bought something. I've been trying to convince my wife that we need, the for Halloween decorations this year, we need the old McDonald's buckets. The Halloween buckets that you would get at Happy Meal. Like Happy Meals, they would come in these big. Oh, yeah. Those were great. Oh, I know they were great. And they're on eBay. And I got one offer in that was like perfect condition. How much are they? They're not... That much? <laughs> so this for a set, bucket you'd have gotten for free. That's the problem. When the turn when you're paying like a lot of money. Uh so the one that I saw was in clean. I wanted them clean too. Yeah. So it came with like the orange pumpkin, the white ghost, oh. and the green uh witch. Okay, so it was it was thirty-seven dollars. Which is enough to make me like go, oh, like I put in a $20 offer and they're like, no. At 20, I put in a $30 offer and they're like, no. I was like, because I can do 10 bucks a bucket. 10 bucks a bucket, I'm, I'm in. good. But it's just that. And it was with free shipping. Okay. So I try to justify that. There's still an offer just floating in my. Floating, yeah. Floating. Just waiting out there. Just waiting for me to just one night just be like, you know what? I don't need permission. Bye. See, McDonald's that was the buckets. thing at the Indie Disney meet that I was scared of. They had like an auction. And so luckily, all the things. All the things that I would have bought, I already had. The only thing, um, the interesting thing they had that the people were losing their mind is there. Speaking of New Orleans, there was they, they were doing it was up to like three or four hundred dollars, but it was a New Orleans experience for Mardi Gras where you get on uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s float. Oh, and like you get three hundred dollars for I that. Know, I know. Like, Thanks, Terry. Call and me. He, and he does dinner with you or whatever. What for three hundred dollars? I know. Somebody went for like three hundred. I was paying that for McDonald's buckets. I mean, <laughs> Not with Harry with with Harry Connick Jr. I would. Yeah, I'd be happy with Harry Connick Jr. on a float. That's uh, a, that's a podcast. I have wanted start. to do Mardi. You ever done Mardi Gras in New Orleans? <sighs> Man, I want to do it. I, I, it's on my. I've done New, New Year's Eve in New Orleans twice. Okay, and that is a blast. Uh, but it's kind of like Mardi Gras turned down a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's not as crazy. I've done WrestleMania in New Orleans, which is just like, imagine Bourbon Street just filled with people who look just like me. <laughs> There's a lot of beards. A lot of guys with beards and NWO t-shirts. A lot of t-shirts. <laughs> it felt, you know, it felt the nerdiest New Orleans has ever felt. I've done a New Year's Eve quite a few times on a Pleasure Island. Yeah. Just not on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I know. I wish they would still do that. That was fun. I remember, like, walking up on that, like... And just thinking like it was like we had time warped to something. Oh, I loved it. I always thought that was like my – and the thing is I never really got to do it maybe once or twice. But I remember as a kid being like, it's New Year's Eve every night. And being like, it's the greatest idea. You know, because yeah. I love – like I have, I have a love for New Year's Eve a lot of people don't have. You have a love for the random – you like ho- you like holly- You like holidays that happen on the 31st. I do. <laughs> and it feels like an end of something. I don't know. Yeah, a beginning like, of something new. Yeah, Halloween. Lauren brought up, she said, do you remember the chicken nuggets and Halloween costumes from McDonald's? Yes, and maybe I also looked at those on eBay as well. <laughs> there were little action figures uh, done up that way. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, I remember the chicken chicken nugget. I yeah, think. those go for more. Those go for yeah. more than the buckets. I think they were less plentiful. Because the buckets, my wife was even like, but they re-released those like a couple years ago. I was like, yeah, but they were Minions themed. Who cared? Like, I had them. And but- for those of you who think there's no Disney tie-in here, McDonald's was the key sponsor of Animal Kingdom. 
I feel like it's all kind of tie-ins. There, look at that. Beautiful. I'm showing oh, Terry. Here, I'm going to turn this around so you can just see it. Yeah, put those on the live stream. Look at I that. I remember those. Beautiful. I, Beautiful. I had those. If you're looking, oh, everyone did. And that's yeah. maybe why my wife is like, you don't need to spend 40. We all had them. I'm also looking for the translucent ghost, the one that had like a little bit of glow in the dark. Oh, yeah. That was a little harder to find. Uh, so my counter offer expires in 28 hours. So they were asking 40, and then maybe you they, they threw me an account offer for 37. If you have an eBay account and you're a hoarder, Life is good for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I made a sale yesterday, so I mean, it's yeah. it's a constant it's a constant thing. And then eBay bucks. If you guys are Disney fans and you're, you're searching for ways to like have that little fun money to play with, e bucks, man, eBay bucks. They do special promotions where you get ten percent uh, back. Uh, and I we're doing a, a renovation right now in our house, and uh, so I had my wife buy all of our. <laughs> like the faucets and things were like all through eBay because most nice. of the sellers are on there. Yeah. So I, at the beginning of October, I think I'm going to get a check for like not a check, but eBay money for like 200 bucks. Yeah. What are you going to buy? Oh, I don't know. Some some McDonald's Happy Meal buckets. <laughs> yeah, I need to buy those before. I get the the one. It's usually one percent back, but they do these special ten percent oh. back. All right. Anything else in the world of Walt Disney World you want to talk about? I feel I feel like I derailed us with this, but people are having fun on uh No, I'm anytime you can talk about chicken nuggets, someone I'm said, someone said on Sarah said on here, why does it set up why is it set up to look like you're interviewing for a job at my business? It does because <laughs> it's like I'm looking at your stats yeah. here. Like, well, there's an earthquake. Uh and <laughs> Terry, uh it says here you are if you're watching on Facebook. If you're not watching on Facebook, you wouldn't get that. It, it kind of does look that way. It's just maybe the way that we're the way this where this microphone was like. And this looks like the wires, if you guys are watching the coiled wires that are on uh, uh, the land, living with the land, that are like coiled to look like the hidden Mickey, but they're the most obvious hidden Mickey you've ever seen. Yes. And this looks like this here right we go. here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, why did we have that the whole time? Now it's just on brand hidden Mickey. There you go. So uh, it does. You know what? You know what this reminds me of. I don't talk about Universal very much, but it feels like we're in that area of uh, Men in Black. That you and I visited. Oh, the, the inter- one- not the interrogation room, the immigration room. Immigration yeah. room where you can go ask for a tour that's like super secret, but but everyone knows. About everyone it. knows about it. Yeah, it, got, it was for a while. It was they would like sneak you off, and now they're like, well, yeah, we got somebody who does that. Yeah, the go see Bill. He's down the yeah. hall. <laughs> He'll take you down there. It's cool. You can go down there though. All right. Well, anything else, Terry? You want to talk about anything to promote? The thing went on sale. Things on sale. The the, the mini thing. The mini thing in L.A. That's. That's Coming only in a couple of weeks. It's in like two months, yeah. yeah. In November, excited about that. It's in where is it? Where's Huntington be? Beach? So we're right in Orange County, not it's too good. far. If you're if you're if you're gonna go to the thing, at least you know. I mean, no offense to the Indianapolis Disney Meetup, because that's awesome. But you're all going to Indianapolis. That's cool and all. It's not Huntington Beach, no, or Orlando for that matter. But yeah, Surf Surf City, USA. Yeah. So that's what is that one of the breakout sessions? You and McNair you and surf lessons. It's just McNair giving surf surf lessons. <laughs> yeah. You guys as human surfboards. It's like a whole. It's like a trust a trust, trust, trust thing. <laughs> like it's a trust experiment. All it right. would fail miserably. Yep. All right. Well, anything else, Terry? That'll do it, man. All right. Uh, as always, again, we didn't really talk about our friends at Travelmation, so we probably should right we here. Probably should. You know what? Travelmation. They're great. I'm working with them right now for a big trip, and you should, too. Travelmation.net slash WDW. Today, they are authorized Disney vacation planners. As they say, leave this world with memories, not dreams. And they have hundreds of people on staff, and quite a few of them are specifically for listeners to WDW yeah. today. Fact, I'm going to try to do a night. And they're Florida-based. I'm going to try to do, get, see if I can do a night at Grand Casino, see how they can figure that out for me. I'm sure they can. You know, that's the, that's the great thing with using a travel agent is – you know, I mean, even last night we just kind of looked and decided to go, and then the the second I started like trying to make fast pass reservations on MDE, 
it was like we can't find your reservation and then like you can't make a fast pass and like there's an error so just you know, I wish somebody would do that for TPC people. Like when we'd make one of our reservations, just just handle it. Just handle it. You know, it's done. You're not gonna have to worry about making, you know, refreshing and trying to get those reservations. And yeah, so, they're gonna do all the heavy lifting. They're for gonna you. take care of it for you. And uh, they have been amazed. You know, even you know we're about thirty some days out, and amazed. Just I mean, anything that I want, I can get. Um, the only thing I didn't try to get was flight of passage, just because it's like okay, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, but even that, it, it, people have been saying that 301 drop, they've been trying it out. A lot of people have had success. So, again, a little tip here. That yeah. drop is no. That Three o'clock, is. if you want your fast pass to fly to passage, make sure you're on that app. Maybe one, maybe two. I don't know if you're going to get 20 f- passes, but yeah, they're going to pop you wanna, up. If you want to get three or four, it, it, it's, it's legit. It's legitimately possible. Yeah. All right. And also check out Airbnb.com if you're booking your next vacation and you're like, hey, I need a little bit more room or, hey, I just want to try something different for roughly, sometimes not even the same price, roughly a better price. Airbnb is an Orlando area luxury rental. They got everything, private pools, pool tables, arcade games, a princess dress-up area, hot tub, and that princess, uh, tiki room themed uh, That princess dress-up area is stocked. Yes, stocked with dresses, dresses and crowns and, and, and different kinds of accessories. Uh, there is also uh, about 20 hidden Mickeys for you to find throughout the Airbnb. That's how it got its name. And it is a great experience. I found a few I found a few last time when I was there. Yeah, and you'll know when you find them. I personally hit a good portion of them. <laughs> uh, and it's a really great thing. If you want to check it out, Airbnb.com. We do have some availability coming up, not only this fall. Uh, we have some availability coming out right now for Christmas because we've had a Christmas cancellation. A few people have reached out about that. But it's still available as of time of recording, Christmas and New Year's. And uh, we'll have some, obviously, some availability into next year. So if you want to do that, come and join us. That is at Airbnb.com. And jump on that Christmas Availability because I know you know I've had a lot of people reach out about Christmas but haven't pulled the trigger yet. So we had a cancellation because you've had a cancellation, you're able to offer somebody maybe a little bit better deal. Absolutely, I'm always able to offer a better deal to our listeners. I always try to at least uh, either give a special perk or 10 percent off or whatever I can, uh, which a lot of times with these big trips ends up being free nights essentially staying at the Airbnb. So uh, or pool heat, whatever you need in the winter time that can get pricey. So those are those are good perks. Uh, and with that, uh, again, Airbnb.com, make sure you click contact to reach out to me. You can submit your dates, but I always try to get you a better price. Don't just go ahead and just don't book right through the website. It's a good price on there. Don't get me wrong. But I can do better for you guys who are listeners of this show and supporters of what we do here. All right. That'll do it, I think. That's going to do it. It was a quick show. Not quick too show. bad. 47 quick minutes. Oh, I feel like that's, a, that's, that's an old, a solid, solid that's podcast. An old school, that's an old school podcast. The yeah, practice is not... only two of us instead of five of us. And it's, you know, there's not as many opinions. Yeah. And our opinions being a little bit more, you know, we're on, we're on pace. So, not pace. Yeah, we're, we're, we I feel like. Went, you know, and we went a little off the rails. We kept it, we kept it off. Yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was talking. Chicken nugget talk won't hurt anybody. Yeah, that's uh, well. I mean, it hurts some people. To chickens, if you're chickens, <laughs> you're chickens, or you know, you're trying to, to to bulk up and you know maybe drop a few pounds. Chicken nuggets not the best for you, but you know we have. Yeah. But we talked about that. We talked about McDonald's, so it's okay. It's okay. All right, with that, let's wrap it up. Until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. We'll see you on the next show.